Hey guys, it's Sleepy from the future here. Um, there's a couple of leveling issues part way through here. It doesn't carry on all the way through, but I do apologize for that. Also, that guy with Dredge joins in about 27 minutes late, so you get to hear his voice again. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome to the latest in the Sleepy Talk podcast. This is episode four now, I believe. And today I'm joined with some very special guests. Uh, we've got Poisson Lantern, creepy pasta, from Belgium, and he's quite high in the French creepy pasta community. And we also have Phosphor from the Phosphor Gaming Channel. If you'd like to introduce yourself, guys. Hi everyone. Um, so uh, first of all, uh, I'm really glad to be uh, to be here, uh, Sleepy. So thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm not really used to talk English, so I'm already I'm already apologizing uh, for my accent, or if I'm looking uh, too much after my my words, I'm gonna try my best. So uh, I'm Poisson uh, Lantern Creepy Pasta. Uh, so I run a channel of uh, seven thousand three hundred um, at this day uh, subscribers. And I'm uh, telling French creepypasta uh, for now a little less than uh, two years. Hi, my name is uh, my name is Vincent, but on YouTube I go by Phosphor Gaming. That's the name I'm being referred to as here is Phosphor. Uh, I also run a YouTube channel, but for uh, people who enjoy video games. I make reviews and quick clips and stuff like that. So I don't have nearly as impressive an amount of subscribers as lantern does but you know i'm trying uh i'm gonna be talking today about the amityville horror in america because well three of us come from three different backgrounds you know sleepy is in the uk i'm in the u.s and lantern is in belgium france so that's that's really interesting yeah so the amityville horror it's a uh, it's a real house in uh new york in America, obviously. I'm really bad at this. I apologize. Don't, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. So, the Amityville Horror... Amityville is the name of a county in New York, right? And the house at, I believe it is 112 Ocean Avenue, is... It was based on a true story of the movie and the book, where this uh, family was in, brutally murdered by their oldest son. The son shot the dad, the mom, the brothers, the sisters, and the neighbors reported hearing no gunshots, no screams, no anything. It's just, you know, one day you wake up and your neighbor's entire family is just gone. And that's a real thing that happened. You know, that's, that is what inspired the book, the movie, the remake movie, and several sequels and spinoffs. And that's just absolutely bizarre because None, none of them have any continuity between, like, themselves and the source in the actual story. The real guy, the dude that shot his family, is actually in prison to this day. He's still alive. And he still claims that he hears voices in his head, like, demons won't leave him alone. And in the movie, the main villain, like, the reason why the house is haunted is that this dude who lived on the house, he tortured Native Americans and Indians and just people that lived on the land and just cursed the house with his own blood. He committed suicide in the house and it was really intense, but that doesn't pop up anywhere in the book or in the original movie. And if you look up the guy's actual name, 
his name pops up more in account with the Salem Witch Trials, which is just completely bizarre that the directors chose to go that route. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we talked about a little bit about the Witch Trials in the last one. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, so uh, I don't know. Maybe um, they were doing some sort of supernatural continuity by just moving a character from a different supernatural phenomenon to this one. <laughs> I don't yeah i don't know <laughs> in the i mean in the movie and the book uh the father of the new house because this is another real thing that happened is that a year after the entire family was murdered another family named, known as the the lutzes it's l-u-t-z the lutz family moved into the house after you know after they had gotten rid of the publicity the bad press they moved a new family in there, and then they experienced something absolutely horrific. And within that, just 28, I believe it was 28 days, that cycle alone, they actually ran from the house terrified. They never returned. They never went back for their personal belongings. They were just so spooked that they couldn't bring themselves to come back to the house. And that's what the movie is actually based on, is the new family that moves in. And how the demons pretty much mess with the dad's head. They make him angry, they make him violently angry, and he wakes up at 3.15 every day for the entire month. They wake him up at 3.15 in the morning and just do something different to him just to irritate him. I remember at one point in the book, the dad actually hears an entire marching band in his living room. You know, like horns, trumpets, drums, all of that. And he goes out to investigate and there's nothing there obviously but all the furniture was moved to the walls and the rug was rolled up as as if they were making space for the marching band oh, that is that is creepy yeah could you just imagine just hearing yeah. that's that loud of a source and I'm, you go out and there's just nothing i mean it's not um it's not like the scariest thing but you know, uh, it, when when people are burgled, let's say they they have that sense of of safety is disappeared. Something's been moved. Yeah, it's it's mm -hmm. gone. So if you're going mental like that and thinking like even your castle, your house, you know, the the place where you feel the safest is not safe. Every single day, every waking minute, especially at three fifteen a.m., mm -hmm. you are gonna go crazy. Yes, I have an acute attention to detail. So I remember when I was um when I was still a teenager, I would come home from school, and I could immediately tell if someone had been in my bedroom, because I'd be like, I didn't leave this here, or I didn't put that there. Something's been moved. Like I could just immediately tell when someone was in my room. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know about yeah. you, Lanton, but whew. <laughs> yeah, by the scripture, even if you know the the story of what happened there, uh, were they aware of what happened in uh, this um, this home uh, before? In the book, it's not certain whether or not they know. In the movie and the remake with uh, Ryan Reynolds, like they the the teller tells them. But the character himself, like the dad, he's like, oh, well, houses don't kill people. People kill people. You know, houses aren't like they don't have memories. They're not haunted. And they move in anyway, regardless of which, because the price of the price of the house was so low after all the murders. So they move in anyway, even if they're aware and they just don't believe in ghosts. 
Yeah, and then the house just made a, a big troll face and, and uh, just uh, told them, nope, you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine yeah. the scene. By the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think um, uh, the, the movie that I watched came out years ago. I'm talking like 10 years ago. And I remember watching it. Um, I can only remember snippets, but there was something like the basement they went he went down to. And there was mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. different uh, demons and things in there or ghosts. Um, you'll yeah, in, have to recap. in the remake, in the remake, uh, Ryan Reynolds finds an entire like torture chamber tunnel that's built inside the basement under the house. That that's it. That's and, it. Yeah, that's where that's one of the one you're talking about, the 2005 one, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, I can't even. Do you know what you said, Ryan Reynolds? And I was thinking in my head, surely it's not Ryan Reynolds, but I, I've it seen the Ryan movie, Reynolds. but I've I yeah. I forgot, I I didn't realize recently... it was Ryan Reynolds. Me and my wife recently we rewatched the movie a couple months back because I remember watching it back in 2005 when I was maybe eight, I believe. I watched it then and it scared the life out of me, dude. So I never watched it again. But a couple months ago, we we rewatched it for the first time in literal decades, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Is that Ryan Reynolds?" <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it's unbelievable. But yeah, in the movie, he finds an entire torture chamber in the house. And that's where the, the main evil entity kind of possesses him and tries to get him to murder his new family. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Lantern, was was this film ever uh, available in Belgium? I imagine it probably was, but... Um, I'm not a big a big movie fan, so uh, I don't know much about, uh, about all this stuff, but yeah, probably. Okay. Um, I can't believe that was 15 years ago now, though. That's bugging me. Mm, I mean, the original movie came out in the 70s, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is the, the the worst thing is is that Ryan Reynolds was in it, and I didn't even realize. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. I agree. <laughs> I bet Deadpool oh, would have done better. Deadpool in this yeah, one. he he would have done better down there, Deadpool. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, are we allowed to talk about personal experiences with entities? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so um, my family, uh, every every holiday of every year, my family gets together at my grandmother's house, right? And we all celebrate, we drink, we eat, we hang out. And at the end of the night, before everyone goes home, we all line up and take like a giant family picture. My grandfather passed away when I was little and his father passed away before I was born and you know death happens happens in every family every time someone passes away and we take another group family picture we see orbs in the picture like new orbs and uh, so I I totally believe in spirits 100% because of that alone you know what I mean I mean it is it is uh almost concrete evidence that if, if they're in certain positions as well um mm-hmm. this is a weird one um so i think uh, i touched up on this in sort of like my first um podcast where i was talking about spirits where um i believe potentially it could be energy that's uh that's left so if there's a mm-hmm. lot of energy at a certain place um that's where it does so so maybe every day that that energy is still there yeah, and it's yeah. just. I remember. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah, no, no, carry on. 
I was gonna say that I remember um, specifically at one of these family events, because uh, you know how children are more susceptible to spirits. Mm -hmm. uh, we were yep. we were all in the room and we had this dynamic where it was like, all right, the kids will hang out in that room, watch after the babies, and all the adults get to hang out and get drunk together. It's very annoying, honestly. But I remember one year, we're all sitting in the room and the youngest of our family members is just like staring into space and looking around the room. And we're just watching, like, no one's saying anything. We're all just sitting there watching her. And she, her eyes are following something that no one else can see. And I was like, all right, yo, it's time to go home. <laughs> spooked. Yeah, you know? Man. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Um, Again, in the first uh, podcast that we did, I talked about um, where the first house that me and my mum used to live in, where um, mm -hmm. I don't remember any of this, um, but... And probably the people that have watched every podcast are probably going to get bored of me talking about my experiences because I've already shared them. But um, there was a there was a woman there, a spiritual woman or entity, um, who my mum used to wake up to me talking to her. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, I, I, I can't remember any of this, but apparently I'd tell my mum things about this woman who used to live there and... It was a really tragic uh, state of affairs on how she died. Um, her husband was a farmer. He got uh, trampled by his cattle. Um, and then sucks. she took her children and drowned them in the ponds that were just behind where we lived and drowned herself. But then she was stuck in that house. Again, I don't know how true that is, whether I, I don't... I don't um, disbelieve my mum but I've always been sceptical of things like this so uh, it's, it's a weird one and because I've got no recollection of it either um, yeah. It, yeah it's one of those bizarre. things I think one of the only other because um, I've, I've had a few paranormal encounters in my life and this one that I'm about to tell you about I actually made into a video on my channel uh, but uh, the video itself is hugely dramatized. I've changed the voices and added music and sound effects and, you know, creepy pictures and all that. But the actual story is that we were walking through um, Central Park, which is, um, it's in a lot of movies. It's in New York. It's basically like, I think, three to 800 acres. I don't know the exact size, but it's a very, very giant park in the middle of the city. It's got trees and lakes and all that. So we're walking through it. And obviously there are cemented paths that you can walk on for the public. And I see a dirt road off the side and I'm like, oh, you know, look at this. It's a secret, secret trail. You know, we're going to find treasure at the end. And my brother dares me to go inside and I'm like, I'll go if you go, you know. So we're walking and we come to this huge space where there's just nothing. Like it's supposed to, it looks like they were doing construction here, but they never finished. And, but they took all of their construction machines. Like, it was odd that there was just this huge clearing in the middle of what was practically nowhere. And it's a, a dirt path leading to it as if something goes this way often. You know what I mean? And in the bushes next to us, we just hear this loud growling noise. And me and my brother don't even look at each other. We just turn around and run, like, full force. Uh, I think I've uh, watched that. I think that was the first one that you sent me when I joined the uh, page. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the first conversations we had. We swapped creepypasta stories. Yeah, I remember that. 
Yeah, but um, that, that's just weird. Weird growling and things mm -hmm. like that. Um, yes, I've never gone back to that part of the, uh, the park. <laughs> no surprise. Like to this day, I've never gone back. Uh, Lantern, have you got any um, personal things? Things that have been weird. Uh, yep, uh, I've actually uh, lived two, but uh, one is uh, way more spectacular, if I can tell, um, than the, the, the other one. So I jump, I'm just gonna um, talk about this one. Um, it was for a video um, on uh, 2018 uh, for Halloween, and I went in a um, in a kind of creepy forest, uh, not so far from uh, where I live, and uh, I went uh, as a, there as an urbex um, to explore it and there was some legends uh, in there uh, like uh, some creepy eyes you can see in the in the dust uh, but so so high that uh, they would um, there would be a giant's eyes uh, you know and some creepy satanic uh, stories in the forest and I've been there and the first thing I saw um, just before entering the forest was a little blue light that came from a bush on my right um, and another blue uh, little light just went along with this one and they were perfectly uh, in they were perfectly synchro and I absolutely don't know why but I felt like it was two eyes uh, staring at me and I'm, I was absolutely terrified looking at this, but even if I looked very well to this, it wasn't uh, belonging to an animal. Um, I bet th there were uh, insects or something like this, but they were so uh, in synchronization, it uh, terrified me. And then they came back into their, their bush and I went just... Um, just staring at it uh, for a long minute before daring to finally enter the, the, the forest. And so I'm making my vlog um, in, in the forest. I'm telling about uh, all the, the creepy stories that's been happening there um, for, um, I, for my video, not just walking uh, quietly there. And then um, I stopped uh, somewhere. And uh, I've been preparing uh, a little fake ritual. For, it was on a really old site, uh, kind of, kind of cheap. So I've prepared um, everything I, I needed to. Um, and there was uh, a few sentences to pronounce. And at the very moment I ended, I ended um, pronouncing what I had to tell. The wind started blowing, but the the hardest wind in all the, um, the nights, um, and which was kind of creepy. And when I um, when I was back at home, uh, I realized that my lights were absolutely terrible. So the whole thing was just a black screen. So I just ended uh, crying blood <laughs> and realizing I had to go back um, the day after, which I I made. So the day after. I came back to the forest, uh, no little creepy uh, blue lights uh, to, to greet me, but um, the ritual was exactly the same. Um, but this time, uh, the wind started blowing a little, just a, a second before uh, um, I finished my sentence, and this, this time it was even harder than the day before. 
And most terrifying, I heard footsteps behind me and I swear there wasn't animal footsteps. Uh, the, the rhythm was, def was definitely the, the same rhythm as it's someone uh, just uh, walked in the in the leaves and uh, definitely a human. And when I turned back to look uh, if someone was there, I didn't see anyone. I called uh, like uh, if there were anyone and I didn't see a thing. Uh, so I just ran uh, out of the forest to get out uh, to get out of here and uh, I've never been in this forest back and I still don't know why I heard these strange footsteps uh, behind me <laughs> so so you Bro, I thought I had it bad yeah you, you you had a crazy experience to start with and then you went back for a second crazy experience and <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> I, I wanted to make my video, and uh, with just this uh, the black screen, I, I couldn't post it. Uh, so uh, I just uh, bought uh, a new uh, great uh, uh, lamp, so, uh, so so you can see uh, something. And then, yeah, I, I came back, uh, and um, maybe I shouldn't have, but well, it's been uh, like one uh, year, and nothing strange happened um, to me. Uh, to me. Uh, Again. Well, third time's can the I, charm. Can I ask say. a question? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so you say you were doing this for a video. It happened a year ago. So obviously this wasn't the first uh, encounter you've had. Can I ask what got you into making creepy videos on YouTube? Um, before it, I just had a little experience, but that's probably just my, my imagination for this one. Uh, I was at home um, and I heard my um, door, uh, my entry door uh, who opened, which happens some at some times uh, because of the wind. I'm in, um, in a flat in the sixth uh, floor and after... Um, after closing uh, the door, I heard a strange noise uh, coming from my um, from the room just um, just after, and I heard the phone uh, like the, the the synthetic voice of the phone uh, speak. I didn't understand what it uh, what it said, but um, it was like when we call um, a number that doesn't exist, and then I heard uh, the phone that just um, hang off. Um, as if someone has tried um, to to just call someone and then put the phone back on the, the on the, the, the part, yeah. Um, and I've been absolutely terrified, so um, I grabbed a knife and I went to, to to look if someone was there. Obviously, I didn't find anything. So this wasn't kind of creep, and but I've made creepypasta um, way before um, it. And what drove me into uh, telling creepypastas on uh, YouTube is that I saw um, many years ago someone who um, who did this. Uh, his channel is called uh, Pourquoi avoir peur, so Why Being Afraid, uh, translated in English. Uh, his um, Solo is uh, Ob. Hi Ob, if you listen to this podcast. Um, and he did it at first with a synthetic voice, and he were um, at 140,000 uh, subscribers, which was uh, the, the most subscribers that anyone has ever had uh, and at his time uh, for Creepypasta Telling. And now the first one is Danis with three, uh, 300,000. But I was a, a very big fan, even though the, the synthetic voice um, don't kind of fit uh, for this uh, today. 
And Mackelsen showed me uh, this video, so some years after, I absolutely wanted to make video on uh, YouTube, and I decided this was a, this was a great thing to do, and so I just started um, reading uh, stories uh, on uh, on internet, and then I started writing my own. Uh, so almost one of two of my videos were written by myself. Um, yeah, that, that's how I ended uh, making videos on YouTube. It's pretty neat. This is cool. So, out of all the videos you've done, how many are based on um, your actual life? Is it just that one? Oh, uh, on my actual life, um, I can pick some elements of my life to make creepypastas about it, but this was the only video I made. Uh, the, the, the video I made in this forest is still on my channel. Uh, you can still um, view it. But, um, uh, I'd say, like... Four or five uh, creepypastas I've uh, written were highly inspired by um, something I've lived. But they were just normal events like uh, my childhood, um, etc. But I've never lived anything uh, like horrific uh, like uh, this one. Alright. Okay, cool. Um, just, to, just to let everyone know, uh, a wild uh, Ryan has appeared. Um, Hi. Ryan, who couldn't join the podcast and has joined in 25 minutes late. <laughs> Hello, Ryan. Welcome. Oh, I bet he's got his mic on mute. Oh, can you not hear me? I can hear you now. <laughs> Hello. That should be okay. Right. I can hear you. Hello, guys. Hi. So, um, for just a, a quick... Hello, introduction to Ryan, uh, that guy with dreads, he was in the last podcast, uh, he was meant to be joining this one, uh, he is here now, um, so, hello. <laughs> hello. That guy with uh, dreads, I love your username. And, and am I correctly? You are lagging like mad. Yeah. Yeah, I hear the, the half of uh, what you're saying. Right, this might oh, well. I still didn't understand a thing. <laughs> Except it's uh, mad as, as uh, is Mike. Uh, we're we're at twenty five minutes anyway, so uh, I'm gonna edit this bit out. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's cutting off after like half of the yeah, word. Yeah, the minute you start speaking, it uh, it goes uh, down. You look into your voice. Any better? Keep talking. Uh, I'm 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 in the settings. Uh, just trying things. Uh, as you know, I'm not very good at this stuff yet. Well, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. you now. Yeah, that was perfect yeah. for me. Okay, awesome. cool. Awesome. Right. Uh, I just hit a slider about automatically detect something and it works. So I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you can't do it automatically. Um, yeah. So do you, do you want to just say hello to... you want to reintroduce him? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going um, to reintroduce you and then... Go for it. So, for those of you that are still listening, and everyone else in the chat, a wild Ryan, or that guy with dreads, has appeared. I like that. I do like it. Yeah. I need, like, a noise. I like a noise. Hello, guys. Sorry uh, for being late. Do you want me to put the anime? So, uh, we were talking about personal experience. I think you touched up on something personal in the last one, Ryan, unless you've got something else. Um... Personally, to me, when it comes to, I mean, you're my introduction to this world almost, to be honest with you. Um, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I've not really, 
this whole thing, I don't know quite what to call it, but I've sort of like dismissed it in that it's just something that isn't necessarily there. Don't really need to get into it. But um, as I've got older, got a little bit more, for want of a better wording, open-minded. Um, seems a bit more interesting. The closest thing I could talk about is, is it called past life aggression? Where you're talking to people perhaps beyond the grave. It wasn't myself that went to one of these things. It was my mum. But from that point onwards, I was like, okay, there might be more to this. I don't quite know how that fits in. It's up to you. If you want to discuss it, we could leave it for a later one. Yeah, or... I mean, that's that's the most sort of, for want of a better wording, mystic of an experience I've had. And I was just listening back to to the recording. And from that point onwards, I never sort of dismissed any spooky things I might have heard along my travels. Um, but some of the stuff that was just being said by the gentleman doing this, this reading, that's what they're called, um, was pretty bang on in regards to many things going on in my mom's life at that time and in the in in, in the past um so now when i hear things about ghosts or i mean in preparation for this i was looking into cryptozoology um which i didn't even know was a thing i didn't even know there was a profession around that at all <laughs> um cryptozoology does it have to do with animals um yeah so it's like chupacabra like animals? chupacabra oh. um Loch Ness monster see that i uh i Gave you the uh, terminology, didn't I, Ryan? So, yeah, um, yeah, it, it gave me the word cryptozoology, and I went away and I'd spent a lot of time looking into mermaids. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I was, um, I was watching the, um, I know this is bad, but I was watching the Joe Rogan podcast. Um, <sighs> so if, if anyone listening hasn't seen Joe Rogan's podcast, um, if you think these are good, watch his and then you'll think these are trash and never listen to us again because that nah. guy Aww, that buddy. guy can honestly that guy can run a podcast with a, a mute honestly he's he's just <laughs> incredible at them but um they they were talking about um i think it's in peru there's a a, a cluster of mountains that um basically you know like how you have landlocked landlocked islands Mm-hmm. They're, they're like that so there's there's a forest inside this cluster of mountains and the only way to get into this forest is by helicopter and it's really yeah it's it's not actually been uh descended upon yet sounds so they, like the hidden leaf village to me yeah yeah so so this this place uh could hold certain um We'll say uh, certain things for crypto cryptozoologists. Um, so, not prehistoric creatures, but definitely creatures that we think have been haven't extinct. Been discovered, right? Or These that, creatures that, that are difficult ex- to locate. Yeah, creatures that that, that we believe are extinct, um, or probably have been extinct when it comes to the actual known world. Whereas mm-hmm. going into this area, it's a huge area as well. It's not just like a, a small rock pool in between some mountains. It's a huge, huge area that's just undiscovered. Um, we don't know whether there's uh, there's native tribes in there. We don't know whether... That'd be awesome. Yeah, imagine that. I mean, we, we're forever finding Insane. tribes in, in the Amazon and stuff. Um, what if they're more advanced yeah. than us? That'd be oh, insane. Yeah, <laughs> Wakanda forever. Oh please! <laughs> That'd be amazing. More in the mountains. Yeah, but um, yeah, there, there's certain creatures that they think could could still be there. 
uh, like mm. the giant sloth. I'd like to rewind a little bit. Yeah. Um, you were going to tell a story about your mom? Oh, no. Yeah, it wasn't really a story, unfortunately. It was. Is it called... She went to go and see one of these people that talk uh, to people beyond the grave. My auntie had recently passed okay. from cancer, um, which, um, you know, hit her quite hard. Um, I think it was a couple of years later. Um, she'd gone to see, I believe it was called past life regression. Some, I, I can't remember what the like actual term was. Uh, yeah, he just sits down. She, uh, from what she described, she sits down in front of this gentleman. Um, and this is like weird, eerie vibe as he looks at her for a while, uh, held her hand for a bit, and then just like gives her messages from her sister. Um, but in the build-up, it, it's all recorded, and in the build-up, he was just telling her things ab about us and 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 our family and, and stuff we'd been through, um, sort of vaguely, loosely. This is where I'm a little bit skeptical because you could, if you really wanted to, sort of make it like relate to you. Yeah, you could make yeah. it relate to you if you really wanted to, or you could be like, that's way too vague, I don't buy it, give me something more specific. Um, but it was just in regards to how she'd passed as well with it being cancer and that she lived a lot, lot longer than any anybody she'd seen said that she would. Um, and and like towards the end of, of her life, um, things that happened were pretty spot on. But um, everything other than anything regarding it sorry um anything he said that wasn't regarding my auntie um was quite vague but obviously my mum had gone to see him to in the hopes that she could communicate with her sister um so then when it got to that point he was on a couple of things eerily close even in regards to like headwear she would wear when when um obviously through the therapy she'd lost her hair um and she'd wear particular pattern bandanas and, and headwear and he, he could describe those it's from that point onwards i was like okay this whole spiritual ghosts psychics all of that i don't know quite what to wrap it up and call it might be more more to it um do do you yourself believe in uh spirits <laughs> It's hard. Um, I would have to define spirits. He um, thinks that my recorded uh, creepy thing where I was doing a vlog, he calls fake on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's it's not, it, yeah. Um, people get very excited over uh, the, the door opening a bit. Um, yeah, yeah, light um, turning on by itself. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I would much sooner jump to something that I personally would deem far more logical than spirits but mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're not there um, I've just never personally experienced I've heard many testimony uh, from people that I wouldn't you know just dismiss um, as, such as Sleepy himself um, you know I've got enough respect for him to think well he's not just going to talk nonsense there's got to be something to this he's quite intelligent Oh, um, thanks. Oh, not just you, mate. Don't <laughs> worry. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're not um, special. I'm sort of, I'm sort of looking for someone to convince me, but I don't want to sort of change my position on it. Until then, yeah. Um, a lot of it could be explained, well, in my mind at least, anyway, um, by science. So, so you're more me, like me personally. Mm. 
No, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you're more like, uh, on religious terms, agnostic. You don't think there's anything out there, but you'd like to believe that it is? Yeah, I think, I don't know if this is the coping mechanism. I mean, I, like I said, I see um, religion uh, and many other sort of things that people use to live their lives. It's just coping mechanisms to make sense of this whole madness of, you know, those deep questions. Why are we here? Um, you know, when things are bad, you need, you lean on these things like religion uh, or, or even science um, to cope with it. So uh, I'm not to say it's all nonsense or anything like that, because there are things I might use to cope that other people might think are nonsense, which might not be to me. Um, but it's all... <sighs> It's all too loose, particularly uh, um, religion for me. No, no, no. Um, we'll we'll keep the political things aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's too many other feasible options out there for spirits um, for me. But like I say, one thing uh, you mentioned on one of your previous uh, podcasts, Sleepy, was I can't remember what they're called, Night Demons? Oh, my uh, sleep paralysis. Uh, That's the one. Yeah, that that what I went through. That was awful. I've had similar experiences, um, but I didn't realize there were similar experiences until I heard you talk oh. about them or whoever else was on with you. And I'm like, wait a second. So that might be... Oh, God, not again. That, yeah, <laughs> because I've been so dismissive of these types of things before. Maybe I have had experiences and just, just science them away. Um because I wasn't in any sort of mind to consider anything else. So, uh, Lantern, um, have you experienced or know of anything to do with uh, sleep paralysis and things like that? Uh, no, I've um, I've never lived uh, such a thing. I know many people who lived it and uh, who told me how it was, but I've never exper experienced it uh, for myself. But as uh, Ryan said, uh, as you said about uh, Ryan, uh, I'm, I have the kind of same point of view towards um, paranormal uh, events, like um, at a religion point of view, uh, agnostic, as you said, I can't tell that um, there isn't anything beyond that we cannot uh, see, but um, I cannot say the, the opposite uh, as well. So even uh, with the, um, the kind of weird uh, events that uh, I, I talked about uh, a few minutes ago in the, in the forest, I cannot tell one or the, the, the other. I cannot position myself uh, and for the religion, it's, exact, it's exactly the, the, the same thing. I think it's a nice uh, it's a nice place to be, to be fair, in the middle, on the fence, as we like to say. Um, so I, I'm the same. Like, I've had stuff happen, but I, I try and explain it away. But I think I don't do uh, as much science things as what Ryan does when he's trying to explain things. I'm more open to things, but I still question everything. And that's, the, like, the, the point that I try and make in every podcast Question yeah, the two sides are kind of finding, you know, the, the scientific uh, side and um, the side that wants to believe there are some things uh, that we cannot explain um, except 
by saying that, like, uh, yeah, there are spirits or some other things we cannot really see. The two sides are, are fighting each other, and uh, you just can't decide. It's like uh, choosing between your parents. You know, you cannot decide which which one yeah. you want to choose, and you, you're just in the middle, and, and you doesn't want to choose. I, I feel that. I feel that. Yes, that's best. Very good. So where do you stand then, Foster? I take a bit of a neutral stance on the subject. So this is this is on, great. On, well, well, I was raised um, Catholic. I was, you know, I went to church when I was very little, but that's mainly because my mom believed in it. Same. And over time, uh, I kind of agree with. Uh, I'm sorry. Is it that guy with dreads? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Just call me Ryan. Yeah, I, it's okay. Ryan. Okay. Yeah, that works. Uh, I eventually began to like, no, wait, this is odd. We have better explanations for this, you know. But over time, because my mom believes in witchcraft, my mom is very spiritual. My mom considers herself to be a witch. And, um, like, when before I was born, she told me the story because my mom had a very rare blood disorder. And she was very sickly, like, a lot of the time. And one day she's in the hospital and she claims to have seen an actual angel. Like she saw a light and a person, bam, angel. And after that encounter, she claims that she never had the issue again. Her blood disease was just gone. And the doctors cannot explain to this day why it is the way that it is. So, I mean, just to touch Ooh. up on that, um, so what? What made her choose Catholicism over the other religions that are out there? That is a question for her. I, I assume she was raised uh, into that religion by her parents, and she tried to raise me and my brother into it. Okay. That would be the most clear-cut explanation, but I honestly couldn't give you a real answer. Yeah. I know there's there's mm. there's plenty of... um. So just sort of going a little bit out out there there's plenty of people that are raised in um we'll say agnostic families but we we know that they're just atheist families um that <laughs> have sort of like a higher power experience um and they stick to a certain religion and it'd be interesting yeah. to see whether it's um the area that they grow up in whether it's the country that they're in to see where they stick to because obviously i know that um it, where we are ryan um mm -hmm. is predominantly christian or church of england yeah. um which is a, a branch I went of christianity to schools i did um, i went to cv school i don't particularly consider myself a christian but um it's just part it's, it's it's almost the the running religion almost like the one yeah. you fall into if, if you're going to just fall into one here yeah that makes sense so maybe it's geographical because uh, phosphor mm. around you is it mainly catholic uh it was between catholics and christians mm. um it depends on the part of new york that you're in mm -hmm. because uh where i where i grew up primarily there was a lot of that but in other neighborhoods i know it's more heavily jewish or more heavily uh muslim religions it really just depends on where you are. So I do believe it has to, it has something to do with geography, but also your heritage and just who you grew up around. Yeah, yeah. And Lantern, what's the sort of uh, main... The consensus. Cons yeah, the general consensus in Belgium. Belgium is mainly Christian uh, as well. Christian, right, okay. 
Yeah, I've been raised as um, as almost everyone, I guess, uh, in a Christian uh, f family. And uh, it was uh, when I was uh, like 15, 16, uh, I'd say, uh, that I, I started questioning, uh, questioning it and um, started not unbelieving, but uh, like, yeah, um, falling into the, the agnostic uh, point of view um, I've, um, I've got now. I, I think... I think we're pretty much all four of us, even though we're from different places, are pretty much the same. Then, just occurred to me is, even though I'm not, I'm not like for want of a better wording, sold on the idea of of Christianity. Um, for some reason or other, I have to sort of correct myself uh, for want of a better wording again in in the whole concept of the afterlife. Um, I don't know why it just came to mind. Then I just realised like, I just casually thinking i'll be like yeah so there's the afterlife and it's almost heavenly hellish sort of type scenario like i've almost but but then now in my conscious mind i don't i don't think that there's any sort of ruling god yet i do believe in the afterlife portion instinctively for want of a better wording i don't think about it i, I think there is and then i think about it and i'm like well maybe there isn't an afterlife scenario like heaven and hell um it's sort of... you know it's very it's very interesting when you start to talk about it because or when you start doing the research because mm -hmm. there are religions that are much older than christianity and catholicism yeah. oh yeah like i recently started looking into norse mythology mm. with um you know thor odin ragnarok all of that yeah and in in their religion that point of view the only way to get into their version of heaven which is called valhalla mm -hmm. is to die in combat if you don't die fighting, you go to hell. If you die of old age, you go to hell. And, you know, if someone mugs you and just stabs you in the back, you go to hell. Just because. <laughs> you didn't die fighting. Yeah. I'm well, I'm going to hell, then. <laughs> that's, think... that's really mm. interesting, you know? There's always it's like been one there. of my, um, for, uh, for my job. I'm sorry to cut you off. Sorry, no, I was cutting you off there. Sorry, I, I'm very bad for that. You can he is, he is. Tell, him, tell him to shut up. Call him Ryan. Yeah. Say shut up, Ryan. I don't, I don't <laughs> shut up, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for my my job, I work with uh, homeless people, and from time to time, we're required to work with the police so they can protect us. And I was talking to this officer, and he's saying that his boss hates him because of his religion. And I say, why? He's like, oh, I'm Nordic. I'm like, so you mean you're a Viking? And he's like, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, that's super cool because I think Vikings just in general are cool. But then mm -hmm. that also sucks because that means if he wants to get into Valhalla, he has to die in combat. I mean, the police force in America is probably the greatest way to wow, do that. Greatest job. <laughs> yeah. He's in the right place. I mean, I, I, I'm not being out of tone when I say that, I hope. But, um, no, no, no. Well, compared America's to here, at least, anyway. Right yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's... Um, there is no way of finding a warrior's death in the UK. Yeah. Well, unless you go down, like, South London. Or East. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah, speaking of... Uh, speaking of going to war in South and East London, brings me on to my topic. Uh, it's another building uh, called the Enfield Poltergeist. And that was in London... So, this was seen on the film The Conjuring 2, but The Conjuring 2 had uh, The Nun, if you uh, have watched The Conjuring films. Um, they've made a I've Nun seen all film. Of them. 
Yeah, so the second one, The Conjuring 2, where they uh, went to London to see the girl who was levitating. Yes. Um, so that is based on a true story. and Yeah, the... Ed and Lorraine Warren. There we go. <laughs> um, so it's all right. It's all right. It's just my segment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Um, so yeah. So the uh, the reason that this gained so much traction was because uh, there were police statements. Uh, the mother of the children rang the police. They came round and wrote down in the statements, which you can see today, saying that a chair moved. Uh, I think it was around four feet. So not just slide and, you know, it, it, your eyes play tricks on you. It actually moved like a good person length um, away. And there were many um, psychics and paranormal investigators went round. And there's meant to be over 2,000 different um, claims there when it came to it. So when these uh, investigators were there and recording things, uh, 2,000 different instances where they could claim that uh, the supernatural exists. Which... I'm just uh, having a quick look over it now, it's... like on, on the old Wikipedia, and like from what you're saying, this is this is the problem. Like from what you're saying, I'm like, nah, there's got to be some sort of setup. I don't care. But then I'm reading little bits and bobs, and I'm seeing like, yeah, this researcher. Society of Psychical? Yeah, Psychical. Yeah. What is Psychical? Uh, just Psychics. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. You see, okay, now I'm a little bit back on the skeptical side. <laughs> because it's Psychics. It's, it's interesting from the perspective that Ed and Lorraine Warren are actual people. They're actual paranormal investigators. And they're very famous yeah. for what they've done. Hmm. If you want to give them a, a Google search real quick. Yeah, I mean, to be, I've never seen... Uh, any of the movies or I, even though I grew up in East London didn't know anything about this uh, because again I've, I dismissed it um, up until more recently in my life um, but I think I'm going to start with the movies you know start with the easy things and then see where I go there because I'm just quickly just just typed Enfield Poetgast into Wikipedia and I'm already wanting to to go into a little bit I'm not even fully reading it I'm just trying to not be rude and still listen to sleepy and taking some information here and i'm already a bit like oh, wait a second there might be more to this than just you know a chair that moved it's not just like you pointed out it's not just a chair wobbled which is usually the case in these types of things yeah four feet like almost well uh, a very small person length mm. moved um and this is the weird thing as well is um so there were certain investigators that went in and apparently they either they told the kids uh so there's two kids that were mainly affected by it i think the youngest daughter i think it was the youngest daughter i've forgotten her name already um but the the youngest daughter was the one who was affected the most but apparently janet was meant to be afflicted the most when it came to this and it was meant to be an old man that was in there uh basically saying that he's not going to leave and things like this but um the yeah, investigation house you have to get out yeah well I, did did he say get out or did he say i'm not going anywhere something like that he said both 
Did he? Did he? Right. Okay. There we go. See, you know more about it than I do, and it's my topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm a big movie buff, so that yeah. would that would explain why. It's usually I the case. A lot of movies. You mentioned earlier it was actually in the movie. When you say actually in the movie, you mean like video evidence that was taken at the time, perhaps? I mean, wait a second. When was when was this? Let me look at uh, nine. Uh, nine seventy yes, something. Um, so it, there was a movie on it. So The Conjuring Two is a movie. I don't. I can't recall whether they had the actual evidence in there or not, but um, they did not. They don't. Okay. Um, but... During, I'm I'm really sorry. I keep cutting you off. Okay. Um, <laughs> in the credit sequence of the movie, they show the actual photographs that were taken compared to the actors. Right. Okay. There we go then. Um, right. th- there is fabrications in that film. Obviously, the nun uh, is is in that and. Without ruining it, they made a film about the nun after because it, it gained so much traction. Um, but either way, uh, the the youngest daughter uh, was the one who was uh, afflicted the most. Um, she was talking as if possessed and talking in a gruff voice like an old man, um, which is one of the weird things. But there were there were different sort of conspiracies as well, and a lot of people fobbed it off as as fake. Um, there were there was evidence that the girls did fake certain things like bending spoons and acting up for the cameras but even to this day I mean they're middle aged women now probably in their later 50s maybe uh, maybe 60s um, and they to this day they say maybe about 2% of it was fake but the rest of it was real Ooh. which is which is really weird. And there has been Terrifying. families that have been in there after this. So I I think the house, when, when a house is haunted, I, everybody expects it to drop down in price, but I think it goes up. If I'm right, uh, I think... This is where... It's a subject I always... However... Always, I have to cast in there. How does money come into it? However, this was a council house. Ooh. So... Um, if for those who don't know, council houses you don't buy. Uh, the the houses that are given to you, as state to live in. owned. Yeah, it's probably the best way to word it. For you me. have the option to buy them, but they're they're state owned houses for people who are struggling families and things like that. So she was a single mom with four kids. She needed a council house. Um, I see. Yeah, we don't have those in the US. Yeah. So the like just. Yeah, yeah there on. you go. They, uh, I think it was Thatcher, actually. Um, not going off topic, but there's, there's, there's millions of council houses across the UK. Um, so this, this is one where um, an old man died in it. Um, this family moved in. They were afflicted for for quite a few years. There was a lot of paranormal uh, investigators around that. Some of them went on TV and said it was a hoax and had evidence for it for being a hoax and then it all got hushed up. Um, Then another family moved in after this family moved out and within a very short time, I can't remember the exact time, but within a very short time that family moved out, they packed up and ran. Um, And then there's a family in it now who don't want to be named and who aren't willing to give interviews or anything about what's happening in and the house they live what to this day that somebody's living in the same house yes I, I could imagine they're a bit um Johnny Deppish maybe <laughs> like the, the, you know just 
slightly oddballish and like Adam's family-ish. Why would you want to? Even if you don't believe, I, I, I'm, I'm still not 100% sold. I wouldn't go in that house. Well, this is <laughs> this is the thing about the Amityville house as well. Is what, what about haunted houses? Do people not seem to sort of grasp when they're moving in there? So obviously, we, you were talking phosphor earlier about the Amityville and how it was a family that moved in after all these horrific things happened. Mm-hmm. Is it just because they're cheap mm-hmm. over there? Do, do they drop in value when there's well, a horrific murder, or...? The what? Amityville price went down. But I feel like it's dependent on what happened in the house. Like, in the Amityville house, an entire family was murdered in their sleep. So that obviously brings the market value down. Yeah. But for the Conjuring house, uh, that's what I'm gonna call it. The Conjuring house, no one was actually killed in the movie. It was just a ghost that was already there. Mm-hmm. You know? So it, it, I feel like the market value depends on what happened in the house. If it was one guy that was like killed in the backyard, all right, that's fine. You know, we'll keep the value relatively around the same price, but a little bit lower. But an entire family was murdered in their beds. And that's the crazy yeah. part is, um, I, I neglected to mention this earlier because it slipped my mind. The police that investigated their murders saw that there were no signs of struggle there were no signs of panic or fear. Like, everyone was shot in their beds while they were asleep. How did they not yeah, wake up from the first gunshot? Mm. That's the thing. Sorry for cutting that's you off. <laughs> you were just about to say that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Is like, If you hear a gunshot next to you, because the kids slept in the same room, if you hear a gunshot next to you, you're not going to wake up. The parents didn't wake up. It's just, it's, there's so many bizarre factors about it. And the fact that there were no struggles, you know, and the, the neighbors didn't report hearing gunshots despite living in close proximity to the house. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, in my opinion, you know, the ghosts or the demons or whatever the fuck is in there, you can't pay me to go near that house. They, mm-hmm. you know, they must have muffled the sound because there's there's too many bizarre factors for something like that to be on you a scale. Even a silence is not going to enough to like stop it being heard by somebody in the same house in the same bedroom in the same bed yeah like jeez no so there's a yeah we we mentioned the parent the the amityville horror before you joined ryan yeah again it's it's i just know of it as a film didn't really know that there was anything real related to it never seen the film um Probably just was spending around the time it was popular watching anime, um, but <laughs> it's going to be something that I'm going to I'm going to look into this um, the one at the Enfield as well. Got something to Netflix now. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, as I mentioned uh, earlier, I was able to go um, to a virtual uh, event uh, called the Bordeaux Geek Fest uh, virtual uh, experience. It was meant to uh, happen um, in real life, but uh, due to uh, due to uh, Corona Chan, uh, it couldn't uh, just happen. So uh, I was invited uh, because it was virtual. They were able to invite many more people um, than as if what uh, as if it was uh, in uh, real life. So um, I was invited to um, make um, a creepy um, night. Um, if I can tell, uh, with some other uh, creepypasta tales. 
but before this um before uh, before it um i was invited uh, as well um by uh, the admins uh, of uh, creepypasta from the crypt which is um the m- biggest uh, french site uh, i think um of uh, creepypasta uh, they, they exist uh, since uh, 2013 12 i don't know so um hi uh, guys if you uh, if you pass by there and um, we had uh, like one hour to talk about uh, creepypastas and the French point of view and like the differences between the English point of view, even if we we're, were all French uh, there and didn't know much about the English uh, point of view. And um, I, I immediately uh, saw that there was um, a disagreement of the definition of a creepypasta. Um, everyone told... Um, his own and um like the, the admin of creepypasta from the crypt have uh, um a re- very um special point of view about creepypasta like they absolutely have to be eventually real like there has to be um, a way of transmission like if the story was to be real how um did it come and to the to, to the sites uh, like uh, is someone that did someone write it? Did someone uh, record himself uh, telling it or told uh, told it uh, to to someone else? Like, how could it um, arrive there? And um, I asked, and I asked them uh, how they viewed um, the fact that some of us creepypasta tellers uh, tellers. Um, how they view the fact that um, we creepypasta tellers uh, sometimes tells creepypastas that doesn't fit their own definition. Like I've done a lot of uh, creepypasta that didn't have this uh, way of transmission thing. Uh, so it's someone, uh, it is uh, um, someone who's already dead telling how it ended dying. Uh, we don't have it having the occasion to record himself or to write it down. And um, yeah, the the, the answer that, uh, was that they was wasn't like angry at us, but um, it's not something they really like to see because they're kind of fighting to keep their definition. And it's interesting because in their sites uh, there are two different parts, like one part for the creepypastas uh, that fits in um, their definition with uh, some uh, very strict rules, and ad- another one called um, Necronomorial, I think, um, because a lot of writers uh, sent them uh, really good stories, but they didn't fit uh, their definition, so. All of these stories are put in this uh, second section, the Necronomorial, um, but it's not what they're uh, going to, to show at first on their, their site. So uh, we, we talked about um, this, uh, this subject uh, because there, is, uh, there are two schools, like the ones like me who don't care much. And as soon as, to, to me, as soon as it's horrific enough, it's a creepypasta uh, that deserves to be on my channel, um, which is very different uh, for for them. And then we talked a lot about um, the children uh, thing, like many children who listened to uh, our stories and uh, 
they, they, they told me that uh, we creepypastatellas have uh, a kind of responsibility towards the, these, these children who were watching and uh, who were um, sometimes driving crazy um, because of this. Uh, like, the, the, um, it happened something really awful uh, some years ago uh, with the... Do, do you know the Slenderman uh, murder? Yeah, yeah, so the Slenderman yes. um, murders, yeah. Yeah, two, uh, two two girls that uh, murdered um, one of uh, their their mates uh, because uh, Slenderman thought uh, them uh, to uh, t- told them uh, to to do so, um, and um, yeah, this this admin told me that we we have some um, uh, some authority uh, for for this, and uh, my answer was that uh, it was their parents' job and not mine. Of, I've read a lot of comments under my videos uh, telling, uh, yeah, my little sister or my uh, my son uh, saw your video and now he's afraid, uh, what a monster. And my answer was um, always the same. Where were you when your little sister or your kid were watching my video? Uh, like, creepypasta is always in the title, the, the thumbnail is uh, kind of creepy. I always make sure that it's as creepy as possible. Um... And that I, I didn't want to put um, um, age limits, uh, you know, for uh, 16 uh, euros or, or more, because my videos would be um, like uh, demonetized. I, I wouldn't be able to earn money uh, with it, and um, the, the video would um, totally be destroyed by YouTube. Like um, it wouldn't yeah, be uh, shown um, to my subscribers and. Uh, yeah, as I told them, I didn't want to destroy my own work because children who are not supposed to be there are there, you know. So the, the, the topic um, was mostly uh, this. But uh, um, I'm very interested to, to for you guys to tell me uh, what uh, is the kind of English vision of this. Like, are there many different schools like us in French with uh, strict definitions or don't you really care for, uh, how, how do you see it uh, in your side so well I thought that Sleepy came up with the whole concept of creepy pastas but a few weeks ago um, I had to be <laughs> told um, that no no it's 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 a, a massive thing Ryan just because you've just only become aware of it through this no, sleeping doesn't mean he came up with it and <laughs> i argued for a good five ten minutes before i just googled it and realized that i was very very wrong i, I just like a huge to... thing in america <laughs> less than well, in in the french side it's kind of um 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 a targeted public but in the english side uh, there are many channels that uh, has gone uh, more than uh, um, a million subscribers and I was always amazed by that that, that fact uh, and I've been always the, yeah very interested of the, the, the side so um, for, I'd just like to clarify before I say I didn't tell Ryan that I created oh no no no, no. Creepy Pastas. <laughs> no I trust you um, I just opened <laughs> I the door to the spooky wooky side of things for Ryan and Ryan latched onto me like a, <laughs> a peasant to a god yeah um so for for me um when it comes to i i'm quite new to the whole creepy pasta thing um 
So I used to use uh, uh, Creeps MC Pasta. I used to listen to him and uh, Creepy Pasta Junior, uh, the American guy, uh, just to help me go to sleep because it seemed to be the only thing that that made me go to sleep. I was having a lot of uh, periods of insomnia. Um, so that was my sort of jump into this world. For some reason, it was uh, recommended on YouTube, and I looked at it, and straight away I was I was hooked, and I enjoyed it that much that I decided to spend like nearly well, it, I'm I'm coming up to over a thousand pound now um, on a setup where I could record my own, and you know, I, every time I've gone into YouTube prior, it's been to make money and to get monetized. And I've had small successes, um, but this time I've gone in because I feel like I gained a lot out of the creepypasta side of things when it came to my insomnia, that I wanted to give back and hopefully my annoying voice puts people to sleep. Um, so for me, when it comes to your question anyway, Lantern, um, so I'll start with the classifications. Um, no idea. I've got no idea what the British standpoint is. I only know of one British YouTuber. New cocktees. I was yeah. actually thinking you had an answer for me then. You gave us this whole spiel. Yeah. And this is how I got yeah. into it. <laughs> I know. By the way, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, I did say to start with that I'm very new to this side of things. As far as I'm aware, there's no real sort of massive definition. and I don't want people to hate me for saying that. Um, if it's creepy and it's a story that's been written by uh, whoever... Um, then for me it's a creepypasta and I will read it on my channel if I enjoy it. Um, I think when you go too specific on classifications it kind of ruins the fun. You know, um, if, if, yeah. if the story is written from somebody who's already dead, that's a good story. If it's written by somebody who was alive at the point where they wrote it and then they died, that's a good story. And if they survive it and write their experiences, guess what? That's a good story, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I would judge a story based on how well it's written rather than how realistic it is. Exactly. It's Oh, they, they don't judge a, a story of how realistic eventually it's, um, it is. But uh, they classify horrific novel and creepypasta on two very um, specific uh, cases. That that's uh, what they're uh, yeah, selling, so... um, but they they don't reject the horrific novel, even if um, they they made a video on uh, their their YouTube channel. I think it's the the only um, YouTube video they they ever made to explain their French point of view, um, and I participated in in it uh, just to lend my 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 voice uh, in it, and they they told something um, that. Uh, um, not shocked me, but almost. Uh, like uh, the, the English ones uh, just denied what they were and kind of fell into uh, horrific novels more than creepypastas. But uh, I totally agree with you, Sleepy. As as long as it is um, creepy, uh, a creepy story or something horrific, I don't really mind if it's uh, if it is a strict creepypasta or a, or a horrific novel. Or more of a fantastic story with creepy elements. I, I don't much care about this, as long as I can um, 
make my my subscribers, my viewers uh, creep or 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 even um, or even sleep because a lot of people um, fell asleep with my my videos as well. I I hear it uh, almost every day. That's fine for me as soon as they get something positive in my videos and um, as soon as it is uh, kind of creepy, um, I, I am absolutely don't mind as well. But there we go. Yeah. So the the specificities. Um, uh, for me, I, I don't care from a British standpoint of view. There may be a, a creepypasta society in the UK that's probably going to, like, strike me down. Um, but for me, yeah, I, I, I don't care on, on the storyteller's point of view. A creepypasta is a fan-made creepy story, regardless of how it's written. As long as it's good, I'm reading it. But let, us, let us know in the comments if you know some kind of uh, creepy English society that classify or some of stories. This is my perspective on it, if I may. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Because uh, I've, been, I've been on YouTube since like 2007, like a year after it was made. I've always been interested in watching YouTube. I think the first creepypasta I ever watched was Jeff the Killer. I don't know if you guys know that one doesn't jump to mind yeah yeah i've heard of jeff it's one of it's one of the more older older like first creepypastas if you want to give that a google mm -hmm. um and i was always into watching them because i think creepypastas have been around as long as youtube has you know if it wasn't on youtube it was probably just a scary story on the internet at one point but then you get everyone doing their own interpretation of it uh as the years go on i think it was around 2010 uh when slender man started to become more popular with yep. the stories and the games, there was a YouTube channel called Marvel Hornets. And every video that they posted was far and few in between. But it was shot from the perspective of the guy holding the camera. And it was about Slenderman haunting him and his friends and, like, just them trying to survive the nightmare. And because the whole thing was recorded off of, like, a really grainy, really bad phone camera... That, that only added to the realism of it. But of course, it's all fabricated. It's all made up for the for the show. Yeah. Later on, these two girls in, in the U.S. murdered one of their best friends. And the reason why they killed her is because Slender Man told them to do it. That's the statement that they gave. Yeah, so... You know, that's... That's insane. It's... That, Kid, you know, people could take it to that level. It, it is insane, but it's also the same argument for the that relates to you, really, with your gaming channel. There's I was going to say that seems like a cop out for like our video it, games it, cause people to. It does. It sounds. You know, um, there are. Um, you know, I don't like using the word, but there are evil people out there. Um, yeah. It could be lack of empathy, so psychopathy. Um. Uh, what's the other one? Sociopathy. Uh, so a sociopath, mm -hmm. you know. Um, these people are smart with how they do things. Um, the sociopaths not so much, but the psychopaths definitely. Everything's planned out. Everything is how they want it to go. So, um, children can be psychopaths. Uh, children can mm -hmm. be sociopaths. It's just a mental uh thing it's, it's something to do with the brain the way the brain develops yeah lack of empathy mm -hmm. um you know and it's the same it's the same argument with um 
with video games. You know, a video game doesn't tell a, a child or a teenager or an adult to go out and shoot a load of people. I don't care what you're playing, whether it's Call of Duty, whether it's GTA, whether it's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which isn't a game, but it's a film, but you know. Mm. Um, it doesn't tell kids to do these things, but what these kids decide to do from that point is 100% down to the parents for letting them do these things. There's age rating on things for a reason. Now, I know Lantern said that he doesn't have an age rating on his um, channel. I do. Um, but that's purely because I swear, not because I think that it's creepy. Um, so if I'm swearing from um, a certain story, I tend to say that it's not suitable for kids. Mm. So... yeah. Uh, again, and having people like me on your channel as well. Not, exactly, yeah, but, but the thing is, these things, for me, I, I don't do them for children. If children watch them, and they enjoy them, and they're uh, accompanied by an adult, fantastic. If if their parent thinks that they're mature enough to listen to these sort of things, then great. If If a child is watching, and they're unaccompanied by an adult, and they're on the main YouTube channel, and not on YouTube for kids... How is that? Yeah, that's what that's in part what I'm talking yeah. about. Is like I was never monitored when I was on the internet. Like no. when I was watching YouTube when it first became a thing. Like my parents didn't necessarily watch what I was watching, but I was watching stuff like Jeff the Killer and stuff like Slenderman. And there's another YouTube channel called Cry Reads where he reads creepy stories the same way you do. Hmm. And um, that goes back to what Lantern was talking about. Like where are your parents at? Like. A lot of a lot of kids are not monitored while they're on the internet. So, the, but that's that. The fault lies with the parents. I I have mm -hmm. a child now. I I have a newborn baby. This is my first child, and I know full well. Thank you. I know full well that when they have internet access, I won't be able to monitor them a hundred percent of the time. But you'll be damn sure I'll try to. Yeah, I mean the thing with the kids and um, maybe stumbling into this and getting a bit spooked is how have they come across it. I mean, if they're just going on the YouTube recommendations, or you'd have to like, do these things pop up? I mean, obviously I'm new to this. Uh, I haven't done too much YouTubing on it yet, so it's not throwing it at me. But if they, if these kids are on YouTube as a, you know just something they do, how have they ended up? On something like this without looking for it well, i'll tell you a, a kind of off-topic story um mm. but there was times when i was going through my insomnia where i'd just go for youtube recommended and then let the videos play and then they yeah. it would automatically just go with the algorithm too. yeah it would just keep playing the next video and the next video i ended up getting into japanese bug fights <laughs> and that is like the weird side of youtube and there was a point where there was a live stream of it and the point where I turned it off was when I was thinking, oh, I'll bet on this Hercules be beetle. <laughs> like, um, maybe I maybe have a problem. I know that, that geographically, uh, the YouTube algorithm is completely different. So the way that kids get onto these things, um, I don't know whether you said in Belgium that uh, there's a big following for creepypasta, especially in, in French in, in the French language, there's a big following for Creepypasta. So yep. maybe the recommended algorithm for YouTube in in French YouTube, or yeah, French YouTube, that makes sense, um, is 
more steered towards sort of like the cult following of creepypastas and that's probably why kids are getting onto there if they're on the main YouTube site. Uh, I think it's because we're on the recommendations of some other YouTubers, uh, like um, who are telling like real um, creepy uh, stories, um, murders that uh, really happened, and um, they they put it in video in a very um, uh, attractive way, uh, like almost uh, with fun and with. Um, as if uh, they they told uh, what they ate uh, yesterday, you know, um, with, uh, with yeah a, a very amount of uh, of fun um, in their video, and um, because it's not so far from what we're doing, it's um, that that drove them into uh, the horrific uh, side of the, the the force, and I think it is uh, this way that they come into. Um, our videos. Um, I'm gonna tell about an example. Um, my most viewed video uh, is um, about uh, the, the application Talking Angela, uh, because children are very attracted um, by um, um, yeah titles and uh, thumbnails that are very uh, like, oh my god, uh, you will never, uh, you you'll never uh, guess uh, what happened uh, in this story, you know, with shocked face uh, in. Um, in the thumbnails, just children, me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very attracted by by this. Um, so, this talking Angela thing, uh, the title was like, um, "Beware of uh, talking Angela." Uh, and uh, I-, I got a um, hundred um, um, thousand uh, views with this. Wow. And every damn day, I get comments on this one. Uh, that are like, oh, oh my god, is it true? Uh, um, or uh, at the opposite, um, they are telling me, oh, you liar! Uh, I'm, I've tried uh, myself um, uh, what you described in your video, and it doesn't work. Uh, you're a big liar. I hate you. I've been insulted uh, um, uh, in the comments of this video, but um, I, I feel like it is because um, they're like the horror. Uh, uh, a lot, but only if it is um, very attractive, uh, like a clickbait, you know. Yeah, yeah. And this is a lot. This is made. Yeah, this is a lot uh, made in the French side with some uh, YouTubers that uh, make everything to about uh, to, to use um, yeah clickbait uh, like this uh, because it's interesting for children um, only in this case uh, and these children might have our video um, in their uh, recommendations which is not a public that i really like to have uh, I, I don't regret making this uh, angela video but um yeah the, the comments damn the comments i get every day uh, I, I i absolutely can't uh, like it so it's a bit odd. why would you go out of your way if you're not really uh, i'm assuming you just you're getting comments from people that just aren't really into the content. Yeah, they're not in the, in the content, exactly. So this why is just would you because... go out of your way just to, to bash it? Obviously, it's not for you. Just move on, isn't it? Oh, of course, of course. I can mm. uh, I can live uh, without uh, thinking about it. And I, I don't much look about the... I don't look uh, much uh, on the, the these comments it's just the notifications uh, sometimes mm. I, I see it uh, but well 
uh, anyway, I've made uh, more than a hundred videos. Uh, it's just one video where the comments uh, are a little bit uh, cancer, but anyway, uh, it's it's not a big deal. I think I think Ryan was more talking about the uh, the actual commenters rather than yourself. So, if mm. it's not for you and you don't like it, why why do people feel the need to comment on it and say you're trash or? Uh, you're a liar. Why? Why? Just, just move on. I mean, because like, they're your, your used. Video. Yeah, because Sorry. they're used to it. Mm. I mean... To these real stories, uh, they. I'm, I'm sure they come from uh, some other uh, YouTubers that are uh, telling it as if what as if it was uh, entirely real. So I can't yeah. really um, be angry at them. I just kind of pity them because I know where they come from and uh, what drove it them into this. Bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, yeah, you're like, when you, uh, a few weeks ago, you, told, you asked me to check out your video. Um, and I did. And I just, just uh, I, I don't, I don't believe I call fake a fix or whatever I said. I wouldn't have, if I ever stumbled across your video, I wouldn't have commented that. I would no. have thought that to myself and moved on. I get like, comments you was asking <laughs> for. That's ridiculous. Like, why would you? Yeah. I, I don't know. Some people. I yeah, I, I. They're children. They're yeah. just children. That's it. I mean, this this video was from seven years ago. So if you haven't seen it, um, guys, I'll I'll send you a link after. Um, I'm not going to put it in this. Put podcast. a link in the description. I, I've already I've already covered it on a different um, podcast. I can do. Um, oh, yeah, here's sure. a brief summary. Go on. Um, so. Um, I, it was back when I used to do vlogs, so I was monetized at this point, so this is one of my small successes. I had a couple of hundred subscribers um, on this channel that I'm on now, um, and I used to do, do vlogs and do like daily rants on things, and I was recording a vlog, and um, one of my wardrobe, sorry, two of my wardrobe doors started moving like really erratically, not like opening really wide. But like just moving so like ryan was saying like a, a couple of inches here and there but it was constant for about a good long minute um i didn't see it while i was doing the recording uh i had a torch on my phone because i was recording on my mobile phone or cell phone as you'd call it phosphor um i had the camera torch facing into my facing me so i was kind of blinded by that so I couldn't see anything in my peripheral. I could hardly see anything in front of me, and I was just talking to the camera. Um, and it wasn't me who even noticed. So there's a comment on that video that says, uh, from my friend who was helping me edit, that said, dude, look at your uh, wardrobe doors at this time. So it gave me the Yes, I remember this. I watched that video. Oh, there we go. Um, and yeah, I watched Ooh. it, and I was, I was freaked out. Like, I was really freaked out. Um... But this is another thing, like, I'm still skeptical. Uh, there wasn't a draft because my window was closed, my door was closed. Um, it could have been a number of different things, but it still freaks me out just thinking about it now. And I still get uh, comments on that video. Um, I've kind of turned commenting off now because I'm just sick of getting a notification for it. But um, comments on that video where I did, like, a, a breakdown of it and delved into it and started talking about it um and people saying it's fake you've got someone in there like come on man it's a wardrobe like 
I'm not going to have someone yeah. in there for a 10-minute vlog. What's weird for me, like... right, is it looks too much like somebody, like a physical person, has has has, has, has somehow rigged it. But I don't know how it would look if a spirit or ghost of some kind had moved it. You know what I mean? Well, so no, nobody know. knows. <laughs> nobody knows. Yeah, we don't is, know if they is, exist. This is my problem. Like, yeah. I could imagine, right, you've either got somebody with some string or there's somebody behind it or in the cupboard and it just, just pulled it. It was all too sharp towards the end. The last motion was a bit too too sharp for my liking because in my head, a ghost would have done it very gracefully and fluently and softly. But but why where have I got the idea from? I don't know. So, but the, the thing is that like you've you've seen the breakdown video where I've sped mm-hmm. and slowed down the camera. Mm-hmm. I'll unlist it rather than private in the actual vlog because it's private now. I will unlist it just for you guys only. And I will send you the timestamps okay. and you can watch it in real time. And you can listen to me talk about whatever I was talking about on that time. And again, if you want to call fake, call fake. It doesn't phase me. It was seven years ago. Don't be a jerk about it. (laughs) It was seven years ago. I I don't care whether you believe me or not. I know something happened. I don't know what happened. I can't explain it. If I can't explain it to myself, I don't expect to explain it to you guys either. Um, So This is is my thing for when people try to call fake on online videos is... How, wh- where is your proof that it's not real? But where's know? our proof like, show me, that show it's me real your as well? Yeah, show me, show me your breakdown. Because you know what, if I'm saying it's real, until you disprove me, it's real, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. It's sort of that you sort know, of innocent like... until proven guilty. I've claimed this, so you got to disprove it. I, I can completely, completely get that, completely get that. If it... mm-hmm. Like again, when, I, when I posted... Yeah. Sorry, carry on. Mm. I'm sorry. When I posted my video of um, the Central Park monster, but I mean the actual video from when I was um, a lot younger, in we posted it to Facebook, and to this day I don't know what happened to the post. I don't know if we deleted it or not, but uh, we posted it to Facebook, and we had this one person. It was a girl who was swearing up and down that we're just lying and it's fake, and she she knows because just cause, and she was just being the biggest jerk about it just because she said it was fake when it's like yo i was actually there and it's like i understand that the camera footage is a little shoddy but this happened I you can't prove that it didn't if i ever had um an experience that i would be foolish to deny like what what from the sounds of it what you have i would probably look back at sleepy's video and be like yeah no that definitely happened but because I, I haven't myself. Um, I, I, that's the lot. I think that's just it. As soon as now I'm in a different mind. If I had any sort of experience that I might be able to, to justify to myself as is spooky, I would lean too spooky rather than lean away from it. Now I'm just waiting for that. But you know, you can't you can't go looking for these things. I suppose you, you can. <laughs> oh well, yeah. But the problem is, all the people that I've gone looking for it before look a bit look a bit silly to me. If they're crazy, or to me personally, the crazy gizmos and stuff yeah. that I just don't understand. I'm like, you're making up words just to explain what that thing in your hand beeping is. I, I don't buy it. I'll kill you for Slenderman, and then you can come haunt me and prove it to yourself. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Okay, so thanks for listening to the latest in the Sleepy Talk podcast. So if everyone wants to say bye. 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 Remember to subscribe to Phosphor Gaming. <laughs> bye bye. Um, vape my e liquids. Okay, that was the worst goodbye ever, but I'm going to end it there. <laughs>